Okay, folks. Let's see if we can do this up real proper like. Uh, let's see. Here's the opening piece on the video. That's working fine. That's working fine. The host of the show is possibly working fine. And we will have your opening and talking points for you in just a minute. So, uh, oopsies, I boo-booed. Started to put them in the reverse order. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Was it hump day or humped day? Uh, well, hopefully you'll let me know. Was it hump day or humped day? Uh, speaking of humped day... There we go. Now we're going to hit hit the button. Here it comes. Oh, wait a minute. One last thing I forgot to do. Almost did the bad thing. Now we do it. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room, and your chat will be deleted. Also, Personal if you're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online.
I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening and welcome to Firefox News Online. Well, we all know that the border situation is a really sticky situation, considering Biden is opening the floodgates. Well, here's what we already know. 95% of the wall is complete, with another 5% left wide open. It's that 5% left wide open that the illegal aliens are crossing the border ad infinitum. They are coming over here quicker than someone with diarrhea sitting there flooding the bathroom. I know, it's a disgusting analogy, but it fits the current situation, I think. Look, I know this is a difficult situation. I know this is a difficult time. But I know also that we as Americans can overcome this rather sticky situation. But the problem becomes even worse when Biden's own Department of Homeland Security secretary comes right out and says he admits, I'm dead serious, folks, he admits that Biden letting illegals into the U.S. without a COVID-19 test. Oh, so not only are we letting illegal aliens cross the border, we're admitting them without even a COVID test, okay? I want to know why the fuck that's happening. Why the fuck is this taking place? Why is Joe Biden being so blatantly stupid, okay? If Mayorkas admits that Biden is letting these illegals come into the country without taking a COVID-19 test and quarantining their fucking ass. They don't belong in here anyway, okay? They should go through the process like everybody else, but obviously Biden thinks that they're more important than we are, America, okay? It's getting a little bit much. I'm getting tired of having to come across stories like this day after fucking day after fucking day. Does anybody have any idea what's going to come next? Americans become second-class citizens. That's what's going to happen next. Oh, wait. We have already. This is totally wrong. So, Mr. Biden, finish, finish that, that wall. I'm serious. You need to finish it. You need to put the remaining 5% up and stop letting illegals in. Because if you can't do that, you don't belong in that seat, and neither does Kamala Campbelltoe Harris. Okay? Now that I've said that much about it, think about this, too. We're dealing with a whole lot of insanity. Now, no other news outlet is reporting this, apparently. I checked, and here's something else that you may want to hold on to your seats about. For those of us who are 
of my generation and knows about the Cold War. I'm sure today's generation, you say to them, well, when I was your age, we had the Cold War. And they'll look at you with two heads like, what the fuck are you talking about? There was no Cold War. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they would say to us, right? Well, guess what? Apparently, Russia has recalled its envoy after Joe Biden decided to say, Killer Putin will pay the price. This warmonger fuckhead is trying to start a war with Russia. I mean, give me a fucking break. Are you fucking for real, Biden? Well, Democrats, you stole the fucking election, put this cocksucker in the Oval Office, and now we're on a war footing with Russia. At least that's the way it seems to me. But no, you don't give a fuck about that because if you did, you wouldn't have stolen the election. You wouldn't have cheated to get Trump out. Now, here's the biggest issue of the whole fucking thing. Okay? If this leads to a fucking war with Russia, both countries will be decimated. Because I can almost guarantee somebody's going to press that shiny red button. And when that happens, we're sunk. We're done. We're toast. We are incinerated. Think about it, America. Think about it long and hard because now, more than ever, we need to see Biden and Harris kicked out of office. Because have you noticed all those executive orders he signed? Every single time he signed an executive order, she was off in the background looking over his shoulder. They're getting ready to 25th Amendment, this fucker. And it's going to be even worse with Kamala Harris in the, in the Oval Office. Bank on it. I mean, this is going to turn into a disaster between the southern border crisis and now Biden calling Putin killer Putin and saying that Russia is going to pay the price? The fuck? You know, I don't mind dying when my time comes. But for the love of God, I don't want to become a fucking permanent nightlight. Get my drift there, America? And all you cancel culture fuckheads, think about it. This is your president, but he ends up being America's dictator. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the, for the rest, rest of, of the, the story. story. Hello, America. We are live. We are large. And in charge. From our studios in the Hudson Valley here in New York. And that means we get to have some fun tonight. I've cut the show down to two hours. Okay? For one reason and one reason alone. Tonight's broadcast... Because tomorrow I have some very important business that I have to attend to, and I have to be up early to meet with my ride. So, unfortunately, tonight's broadcast is shortened by an hour, but that's okay. I think my viewers and listeners out there can understand, certainly. God knows... 
They've seen it all. They've heard it all. They've experienced it all at least once or twice. And if you're wondering what that noise was in the background, I'm in the kitchen getting a cup of mud. Yeah, that's right. I'm getting my coffee. It was in the process of pouring when Talking Points was finishing. So, I figure, okay, you know what? Just grab the microphone, turn up that fader, and go get your coffee. Because what says, fire, what beverage says news and topic discussion better than a good old cup of coffee? That's right. Ah. ah. I'm going to see if I can get Victor Allen Coffee to uh to be my to be my one of my advertisers. So I'm actually considering getting an advertiser. It's been a thought for a while. Figure what the hey, you know. Now I see Gunslinger sitting there waiting for me to arrive so I shall not keep the good man waiting any longer because well it's just that simple all right America and tonight I'm even wearing my blazer jacket Partly because it's a little chilly in the studio. Grr. Hold on. Let me bring Gunslinger in here. First of all. Hello, Gun. Yo, yo, yo. Ho, ho, yes, ho. old fellow yo-yo. <laughs> yes, we yo-yos like to just... Follow some trends, the ups and downs, the ups and downs. <laughs> I hate to put a, I hate to put a, a, a bug in the, a bug in the water, Tara, one of your, part of your talking points, and I hear myself in the background, repeat. That shouldn't be happening. Now it's gone. Now it's gone. I did for a second or two, but now it's gone. About border, border, well, border in Biden, you know, BB. Border in Biden. Hey, BB, I made a new one. <laughs> I love it. But uh, uh, this fuckhead, Biden, is not going to finish the wall. Okay? That you, you've seen him rail against it. All against while President Trump was in office. Okay? He's, open, he's for open borders. Okay? When you when you when you are screwball in the head, screwy in the head, not only because of his dementia or Alzheimer's or whatever it might be, but when you're a libtard Democrat like he is, okay, you don't give a fuck. You won't. Oh, just everybody just pour on in. Come on, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a big old fucking orgy. We'll have a big old party here, you know. That's not protecting your borders. That's not protecting your country. Okay? Not in my opinion, anyway. 
Do you think I would just let some son of a bitch come walking in my fucking front door right there? Uh, <laughs> got another thing coming there, buddy. <clears throat> You'll go out with a toe tag on. I promise you that. Okay? That ain't no threat. That's a promise. Okay? You go in there and you try to go in illegally to some of these other countries. They'll shoot you on the spot. <laughs> Literally, they will shoot you on the spot. Okay? Because, what is that? That's protecting their country. I, 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 it's even, it's St. Patty's Day. Green. I love it. So, um, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. <laughs> okay? He's just not going to do it. Because he wants, he, he, they got these screwball ideas, these damn dumb, fuck, dumb demo rats and liberals, which is basically one and the same, that, oh yeah, we'll just, we'll just everybody, we'll just, we, we, I can get, we can get along with everybody. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay. You can't. Because they are dumb motherfuckers out there that wants to kill your ass. They want to bring in drugs. From Mexico. You ever heard of the, the Mexico drug cartels? Uh, okay. They bring in every fucking form of drug that you can think. And eventually, it is shoved down your son or daughter's throat. Or injected. Whatever they do that shit. Okay. Do you want these kind of people in this country? They're already coming in, you know, uh, unstopped basically now. Okay, the border patrol have been tied back down. You know, put hell they they put their they Biden administration has put their fucking handcuffs on the border patrol. Trump was fucking locking them up and sending them motherfuckers back, and that's the way a good leader does that protects not only the citizens of the country but the country itself. That shows good leadership. But when you open the borders, like. Open says me, okay. Open my door, you know. Swinging dick, walking up and down the goddamn uh, 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 road out there. Dopehead, crackhead, criminal, you name it. Come on in. Yeah, right. Go ahead. Uh, I was, I wasn't saying. I, I basically was trying to say about the border. You know, putting that five percent up. I wasn't asking Joe Biden to do it. I was demanding Joe Biden do it. Because obviously, he's not understanding that it's not just the drug cartel. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead. Right. No, I said you're right. I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. See, Home spot. The, the whole thing is, it's not just the drug cartels, Gunslinger, and it's not just the human trafficking. Okay. It, it, it's also people disguising themselves ad infinitum to look like Mexicans to come across the border and they're from countries that want to hurt us. Us kill us too. That's what I mean by hurt us. They wanna they, they wanna kill us outright. They want us dead. But Biden doesn't seem to understand that. That's why I said in my talking points, the motherfucker cares, doesn't care about any of us. Yeah. 
He never did, and he never will. But we, the American people, have, have a right to demand safety and security. We have a right to demand that this stupid motherfucker shut that fucking hole once and for all. And here's what's, 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 what makes it worse. You heard what I said in my talking points about how he's, how they're not being tested for COVID-19 at all. They're just being let in, and we don't know if they have the damn uh, China virus or not. How's that protecting the American people? It's not. But I'm hoping that somebody gets a brain cell and 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 and, and tells him to his face, "You're wrong." Close the border. Because right now, by not having these people tested, by not keeping the border closed down, he's inviting more people into this country that may be infected with the China virus. Or maybe that's his plan. Maybe that's his whole, his whole idea. Gunslinger, think about that for a minute. We're getting, we got all these vaccines going on, right? The country's starting to reopen on a gradual, on a small scale, but it's spreading. And as it spreads, what happens? They're, they don't, they don't have total control over the people. Follow what I'm saying? But I wonder how long it'll be before the American people realize. Go ahead. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust that motherfucker or any of them son bitches as far as I could throw them past my fucking nose, a micro inch. Okay, that's how much I trust. Yeah, that's how much I, I trust them. Yeah, about about that far. I trust them to know who who their names are. Well, except for Sleepy Joe, you know, he don't know where he is half the time. And the whole camel camel toe, I guess she knows her name at least and her background. But as for trusting them son bitches to do anything. Okay, except lie. Well, they, they now they're good at that. Uh, deception. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, hypocrites. Hypocritical. Yeah, they're very good at that too. Oh, corrupting criminal uh, thieves because you know they they stole the election from Bre- President Trump, no doubt. So when you have a nice little cartel like that, you know they're one big happy family. You know they really are. So, like I said, they're not going to close that border. Uh-uh. If not, they're going to open it up. Just like they've, they've already said. I see in one chart there that in 2020, 
there was like 9,000 border crossing, illegal border crossings, okay? Just a couple, a few months ago, I think it's up to almost 100,000. Remember what I said, numbers don't lie unless you manipulate them, but basic numbers does not lie. 9,000 compared to almost 100,000. That's a hell of a goddamn increase from just a little over a year. Why? Because Dickhead is in the White House and not the real leader, President Trump. President Trump, that was under his leadership. There was only 9,000 total from coast to coast. And that's a lot of fucking land between, okay? Only 9,000. Now, you say, well, probably 9,000. That's a, that's a high number. No, it's not. Not for the amount of miles from coast to coast. What is it? 1,200, 1,200, 1,300 miles? Divide that by 9,000. Man, that's very, very few. But divide it by 100,000. That's a lot. And growing. So now that they know that President Trump is no longer in there, that, you know, their buddy-buddy, Biden, they're just going to say, hey, I'm going to America. You know, Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. Come on, family. Come on, criminals. We're going to have a party. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not laughing. I'm certainly not laughing. Yo, Mikey. It's Mikey from Louisiana. Calling in, pal, because we're not on. We're, we're, we're going, I go off tonight at midnight, so... If you're going to join us, you better call in now. Join the join the conversations. Well, let me get to this uh, first article here for, to discuss. And uh, I think you might find this curious because Fox News, CNN, MSNBC... Even One American News didn't cover this. But Newsmax got it. Yeah. This is frightening when four out of five networks miss it. Four out of five networks missing this. All right. So let's see. Here it is. Russia recalls their envoy after Biden says killer Putin will pay the price. In the four years that Trump was in office, he never made that kind of a bold statement. Or I should say that bold a threat. Here's the, here's the article in question, folks. Russia called its U.S. ambassador back to Moscow for consultations on Wednesday after Joe Biden described Vladimir Putin as a killer who would pay a price for election meddling, prompting the first major diplomatic crisis for the new American alleged president. In an interview on ABC... 
In an interview with ABC News, Biden was asked about a U.S. intelligence report that the Russian leader tried to harm his candidacy in the November 2020 election and promote that of Donald Trump. The 78-year-old Biden said he will pay a price. You'll see shortly. Asked if he thought Putin, who has been accused of ordering the poisoning of opposition leader Alexei Navalny, Navalny, or whatever his name is, and others, and other rivals, is a killer. Biden said, I do. The comments were aired as the U.S. Commerce Department announced it was toughening export restrictions imposed on Russia earlier this month as punishment for Navalny's poisoning. Russia responded by summoning its envoy home, but stressed it wanted to prevent an irreversible deterioration in U.S.-Russia relations. The Russian ambassador in Washington, Anatoly Anatov, Atanov, sorry, has been invited to come to Moscow for consultations conducted with the aim of analyzing what should be done and where to go in the context of ties with the United States, the Russian foreign ministry said in a statement. In Washington, the State Department noted the Russian move and said the United States will engage with Russia in ways that advance American interests. We also remain clear-eyed about the challenges that Russia poses. Deputy spokeswoman Jelena Porter said, Even as we work with Russia to advance U.S. interests, we'll be able to hold Russia accountable for any of their malign actions. Biden told ABC he had a long talk with Putin after taking office in January, and he knows he, and he knows him relatively well. The conversation started off, I said, I know you and you know me. If I establish this accord if I establish this occurred, then be prepared. This is what Biden said. The statement marked a stark contrast with Trump's steadfast refusal to say anything negative about the Russian president. In a 2017 interview with Fox News Channel, Trump was asked by was asked about Putin being a killer. There are a lot of killers, he replied. You think our country's so innocent? Biden said that despite his thoughts about the Russian leader, there are places where it's in our mutual interest to work together. That's why I renewed the START agreement with him. He said of the nuclear treaty, that occurred while he's, while he's doing this, 
but that's overwhelmingly in the interest of humanity that we diminish the prospect of a nuclear exchange. ABC News interviewer George Stephanopoulos also recalled to Biden that he once told Putin he doesn't have a soul. I did say that to him, yes. And his response was, we understand one another, Biden confirmed. Biden said he had learned from dealing with an awful lot of leaders during a political career spanning almost five decades, including eight years as the alleged vice president, that the most important thing was to just know the other guy. The Speaker of Russia's lower house of parliament denounced Biden for agreeing with the description of Putin as a killer. Biden insulted the citizens of our country. State Duma Speaker Yakslav Volodin stated, attacks on Putin are attacks on our country. The Kremlin on Wednesday also dismissed the U.S. determination that Russia had targeted election infrastructure during the 2020 U.S. polls. It is absolutely groundless and unsubstantiated, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said, adding that it was an excuse to consider new sanctions on Moscow. According to U.S. intelligence, Putin and other senior officials were aware of and probably directed Russia's influence operation to sway the vote to Trump's favor. All right, we're going to stop right there because it's, it's just getting a little... In looking at this, it just goes into a lot of repetitive stu- stuff that... Uh, I've already read. And so, Gunslinger, let's get down to the brass tacks. Is the way Joe Biden is speaking tantamount to pushing this country into a war that will decimate both countries. Well, well, the really, really, the plain and simple answer to that is, is fuck yes. <laughs> okay. The old saying goes is you don't go out there and sleep uh, or, or kick a sleeping dog. Okay, especially a rabid dog. Okay, you leave it alone. Okay. Okay, they might have little, they might have niddled and diddled a little bit in the American election. Yeah, okay, whatever. Okay, really, we haven't seen no concrete evidence of that. Okay, it's just them saying that. Uh, you know, Russia, Russia, Russia. You know all that shit. Um, I think President Trump had a pretty good relationship with uh, Putin. Putin. Okay, I really do. I think I think they pretty well liked each other. Okay. But now, with you know, 
dickhead Biden in there that's running his mouth, like any liberal Democrat will, okay, on whatever the subject may be, uh, it's like, you know, they're so aggressive and they're so arrogant that they think they can't be touched. They think that, well, they ain't going to hurt me because I'm going to be under my underground bunker in a nuclear war-proof you know, war room and all that shit. You little bastards out here, meaning us, okay, yeah, y'all going to be glowing like goddamn glow sticks, okay? <laughs> That's not good. So who's he looking out for? Damn sure he's looking out for, for the country. <laughs> yeah, right. Go ahead. Kill George. Whoops. I was uh, doing something and I forgot to turn my mic back up. Uh, I was making a little noise and I didn't want you to get interrupted. So, no, um, you don't turn around and refer to the leader of another country as a killer unless you've got proof positive solid evidence that will support and substantiate the allegation but he was he was goaded into that into that answer by George Stephanopoulos okay i don't like biden but i don't like stephanopoulos either this asshole knows how to goat people into answering questions that, you know, can cause a lot of diplomatic issues. And people just don't realize it. Now, yes, President Trump had a very good working relationship with Putin. You have to. See, diplomacy is, is something that and this is just you know just my my opinion of course the if you're going to be diplomatic if you're going to work with foreign nations and avoid confrontations you try to do it in such a way that you know is it may not it may not be a way that you and I would, would would work may not be the way, say, President Trump might work, but each person has to do it in their own style, their own way. Biden's doing it in a way that could land us in, in, into a war if he's not careful. Now, how do I, if I were the President of the United States, and I do believe Cherokee Rose has joined us uh, via uh, Twitch. Oh, it's Iggy Mom. Uh, I hope Cherokee Rose is watching. But the, the thing is, uh, how you doing, Iggy? Iggy says, hi, Gun. If I were the President of the United States, the, the, what I would do is I would, I would, I would have a sit-down with Putin. That's what I would do. I would arrange a, a summit meeting on, at Camp David. Sit down with Putin one-on-one -on -one, and say to Putin, look, let's get our cards on the table. 
Okay. Bottom line. There are things that 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 we that we suspect you have your your country has done uh, to its people, especially those who you disagree with, that are on the surface a humanitarian issue. I think it's time we we sat down and actually. Wor- hammered out some sort of a some sort of a treaty some sort of agreement because at the at the at the end of the day you know we're leaders of our respective countries we have to do what what is right by the people we serve and i think the best thing we can do is work together to work toward peace because the last thing we want is to end up in pieces You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have kid gloves. You gotta put the kid gloves on. You gotta be cautious. You gotta watch well what you say. If you're gonna, if you're gonna do diplomacy, sometimes you have to, you have to, you have to swallow your pride and say, let's see if we can work together. Go ahead. Well, you know that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> you always want to try to use, you know, diplomacy uh, versus any type of violence. Okay, that would be your always your first thought. You know, don't don't you think I practice that? Oh, well, every day because I carry a gun. Well, of course I do. Okay, I would much rather warn you. Say, keep away from me. Stand your ground, get over there, don't approach me. That's using diplomacy. You know, putting your hands up, say, well, I always keep my hand close to my gun, but my left hand. Get back, stay back, okay? But if the dumb fuck keeps aggressing on you and keeps coming towards you, well, you've exercised everything diplomacy-wise that you can possibly do. Now, unfortunately, it's time for violence, okay? <laughs> That's the last straw. You know, you pull that last straw out, and in a self-defense situation, the last straw would be pulling your gun, okay? And it works for self-defense or it works for a fucking country. doesn't matter. Defense is defense, and diplomacy is the regardless. You, you, you know, you need, especially when you have superpowers like the United States, and Russia. Russia on one hand, United States on the other. Those are the two most powerful fucking countries on the face of this fucking planet. And in history for that and in history for that matter. You need to work together. Okay. You don't need to be at, at, at you know, disagreements with everything and whatever. Okay, you know, yeah, you're gonna do a little bit. Well, okay, whatever. But overall, picture you need to, you know, work your differences out diplomatically and not resort to violence. And with two big-ass fucking countries like that, you're talking fucking nuclear war, <laughs> more than likely, uh, because that's the easiest and the convenience and, you know, just hit a button and poof, both of them go poof, okay? 
So yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I totally agree, ten thousand percent, absolutely. Use the diplomacy first, and keep pushing that, you know, and try to keep away from that other, that last resort. You know, <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 it's, you know, it's it's basically, you know, if I'm the go, if I'm if I'm the if I'm in the in the Oval Office, if I'm the President of the United States. I'm going to want to work toward a peaceful solution. I'm going to want to work toward peace. That's my goal. That's my objective. Because in a diplomatic situation, you say to one another, look, we both know we're superpowers. We both know that the end result could, could, could very well be a disaster for both our nations. And we don't want that. We want to work toward a peaceful solution that is amicable to both sides. We want to do that which is right by our our people. You know, and it's not just our countries that that can be devastated by by a, a bad situation, but other nations as well. So we have to look toward peaceful means. That's 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 something that every world leader should be aspiring to, but there are some that are outright gutless, spineless cowards that want nuclear weapons so they can push that shiny red button and say "fuck you" because they don't care. But I the, the impression I get of Putin, even though he's former KGB from the old U- USSR days, okay, the the impression I get of Putin is he doesn't want a conflict with the United States any more than the United States wants with Russia. Both sides are deathly afraid of that final option, that final solution. That's what That's what scares both sides. So... If peace is going to be obtained and peace is going to be maintained, it has to be done diplomatically. Um, what I what I find what I find disturbing and troubling is uh, Putin is 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 you know is being goaded. And pushed because someone in the mainstream media goaded the president into calling him a killer. No, you don't do that. That's asking for trouble. It really is. It's asking for trouble. All right. Moving on to the border situation, Mayorkas admits Biden letting illegal immigrants into into the U.S. without a COVID test. I could not believe that headline when I read it. But Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas told a House panel on Wednesday that illegal immigrants apprehended at the southern border, have been released into the United States without submitting to a COVID-19 test. Mayorkas testifying before the House Homeland Security Committee 
confirmed that testing was not conducted on some of the people released after being apprehended crossing the border. There were times earlier when individuals were apprehended and we sought to expel them and we were unable to expel them and we were compelled to release them and we did not have the opportunity to test them, he said. In his opening remarks, Mayorkas described the situation as undoubtedly difficult, but we will not waver in our commitment to succeed. That is our job, he said. We will also not waver in our values and our principles as a nation. In the Department of Homeland Security, we can, we can and we will tackle the many challenges we face while compiling with our legal obligations and honoring our nation's values and principles. Representative Michael McCall, Republican from Texas, praised the Trump administration's masterful job in negotiating the Remain in Mexico policy and asylum cooperative agreements with Central America. Cartels and traffickers see that the green light is on at our southern border and the United States is open for business again, McCall said. This administration has created this crisis by rescinding these agreements. He added, I think words do matter. I think you said exactly the wrong message when you stated, we are not, we are not saying don't come, we're just saying don't come now. That is not a message of deterrence. Mayorkas, however, slammed the Trump team's tactics at the border as deplorable and absolutely unacceptable. Sometimes the tools of deterrence defy values and principles for which we all stand, he said. Mayorkas added, I will share with you how I define a crisis. A crisis is when a nation is willing to rip a nine-year-old child out of the hands of his or her parent and separate the family to deter future migration. That, to me, is a humanitarian crisis. And what the president, so-called president, has committed to, and what I am committed to, and, and execute, is to ensure that we have an immigration system that works, and that immigration to our country is safe, orderly, and humane. Mayorkas went on to push back on the accusation that Biden had encouraged illegal immigrants to surge across the border. A claim of asylum is a claim that is recognized by law in the United States of America, he said. And an individual who makes a claim of asylum is not breaking the law by doing so. As a law enforcement officer, I enforce the laws of accountability as well as the humanitarian laws that Congress passed. Um, let, let, me, let me see if I can uh, make sense of this, because obviously uh, somewhere along the line, somebody uh, forgot to tell Mayorkas that when you open the floodgates and the, and the water goes through the spillway, and it's left open, you flood the areas below. Well, here's what's happening with the southern border. 
they're allowing countless numbers of illegals to cross the border. They're not being tested for COVID, and they should be. This places the American people at risk. A surge in the coronavirus pandemic. And that's unacceptable. For those of you who may remember, there were images shown of people on the other side of the wall before they came across wearing T-shirts saying, Biden, let us in. And if I'm not mistaken, they were given those shirts by the Biden camp. Uh, really? You've got to be kidding me. You have got to be fucking kidding me. This is, this is following immigration law of the United States? No. You're taking immigration law and you're throwing it down the crapper. So now the question becomes... How many people are going to end up getting COVID? How much of a surge in, in the numbers of are, are we going to see? Because obviously, if you're not testing people, and if, they, if you were testing them and they came up positive, you'd be quarantining their ass. But you're not testing them. So, Mr. Biden, I've got a question for you, pal. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? And I said this before, and I'll say it again, and I'll say it loud and clear. Sounds to me like uh, you want to keep this country shut down. That you want people to be dependent on the government for everything. That's why you're not testing these people at the southern border. That's why you're letting them in en masse. What do you say, Gunn? <clears throat> Well, yeah, they, you know, well, your simple answer for that is, is very simple. He's a fucking dictator. A dictator does that, okay? They, you know, they don't test anything. They just let them come on in. They can not only be carrying, you know, the, the COVID, they can be carrying all kinds of shit, all kinds of other diseases, okay? <clears throat> because look at where they come from. They come from third world shitholes, okay? And I'm sorry, but Mexico is not much more than a third world shithole, okay? Now, there are some very beautiful parts of Mexico, no doubt about it, okay? <clears throat> it's, the, it's, not the, it's not the physical, you know, country of Mexico, okay? They got very beautiful, lands, you know, areas down there, Okay? It's the people and the government that is overseeing the people. Basically a dictatorship. Basically, Mexico is a dictatorship, okay? And what do you think they're fleeing, okay? The only, you know, there's different levels of dictatorship. You just got your, you know, little low-life dictators, you know, that, well, you know, if you want to flee the country, yeah, okay, go ahead. Then you got your... Badass, hard, hardcore dictators. That if you try to leave the country, they'll shoot your ass. <laughs> okay, plain and simple. There's a big difference there. Uh, 
but down there, you know, they I don't know what it is. It's it's they don't have the guts, they don't have the intelligence, maybe, to stand up against their own fucking government. Okay? They live like shit down there. Okay? I'm serious, I seen it. Metamoris, Mexico, down there for two days. One time spring break a few years ago. Well, more than a few years now. But and these people live in cardboard houses and with grass huts and that. That's it. A brand new standard fucking, even a goddamn track house up here would be a fucking mansion down there. Seriously. I seen it with my own two fucking eyes. First time I ever seen it. We were driving out to me, that pilot friend of mine. We drove down there. We drove out to the Metamorris Airport. And I'm going, <clears throat> am I seeing what I, what I think I'm seeing? Those people, it was just row after row. It's like neighborhoods as we drive down this fucking road to, into the airport of these fucking houses. They're just cardboard. They're just fucking grass huts, cardboard, junk, plywood, anything they get to make a house out of. Okay? Which I can't really blame them. You've know, got to have a house, right? Okay. But it was so – I'm going, you got to be kidding. You mean Mexico is like this? He said, yeah, the poor areas of Mexico. Now, these rich motherfuckers that are in the government, oh, hell, they live like fucking kings down there. Okay, absolutely. They got big mansions. They got servants. They got all this shit. Even the goddamn dog has fucking – their dogs have a whole staff to take care of them because they're in the government because they they steal everything. You know, they steal everything that those, those Mexican people work so hard to to do. What you know, what work they can, I guess. Okay, so you know, there it is. You 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 can't do all this stuff. You can't be the the, the, the overseer of the whole fucking world. You know, we don't have Canadians pouring across the Canadian border, do we? I never heard of it. Like the southern border. Why? Because well. It's a hell of a lot better up there. Obviously, they're doing something to feed themselves, or they wouldn't be coming here like the Mexicans are and everybody else. So, what are they doing that the Mexico that the, that the Mexicans are do, are not doing, and the other countries are not doing? South America, Guatemala, you know, all them all them countries down there, they're doing something. They're missing something because Canada is still there. Last time I checked, they weren't starving. They weren't massing, you know, big, huge walks toward the, the United States border on the north side. Did, have you seen any? <laughs> I haven't. Okay. So what's the difference here? There is something going on here between those two countries or any other country for that matter. So why ain't Russia's, Russians defecting over here? Oh, man, I'm tired, I'm tired of that son of a bitch over there. They're starving us to death. How many Russians do you see coming across the border that wants to seek asylum in this country? <laughs> Very few. <laughs> Probably count them on both hands. So there's something, something to that. Definitely something to that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, okay, Gunslinger, let me, let me put this to you. And tell me if this, if this makes sense to you. When people come to this country, okay, and they come here through the using the proper channels. Okay, they want to come here. They want to become citizens of this country. 
So they come through the, they, they come to the gates. They, of course, right now, because of the pandemic, they're going to be tested for COVID. They're going to, they're going to be quarantined if they test positive. They test negative, then the process continues. They got to make out, they got to fill out the application for, you know, for citizenship and do all this stuff. You know, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. And Biden is pushing the wrong way. Okay. And when you see this happening and, and you see this insanity that is a, that comes as a result of this, okay, one has to conclude that, you know, Biden doesn't care about the laws that are on the books. He never did and probably never will. Unless it's laws that tie the hands of American citizens, like these gun laws were, were, were being hit with. So when it comes to illegal aliens crossing the border, yeah, nobody is above the law, they used to say about Trump, right? Yeah. So what, what, what happened, what's happening with, uh, with Biden? Is he above the law? Do the immigration laws matter at all to him? <laughs> if your answer is no, you'd be right. See, there are people that come to this country the right way, the legal way, the proper way. Okay? They don't come flying through the southern border and become criminals automatically. Now, as far as now, as far as Russia, you know, people from Russia coming across the border, uh, no, they're they're, they're not. That's a bit far for them to travel. Seriously, they had to swim too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't think they're going to be swimming from Russia to come to the southern border. That's an awful big ass swim. So. Uh, but the, the, the interesting problem that comes with this is, and it's interesting because it, it's, it, it is a problem and it is, it, it, it can become, uh, epidemic in proportion. And that's when you, when you're allowing these illegal aliens to cross the border, okay. And keep coming across the border without being tested. You open the floodgates for, for this pandemic to continue. Which means businesses remain closed or get shut down again. It means that schools get closed down again if they're not open already. We end up with the situation we, we've been dealing with ad infinitum. And it really, you know, it, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to push the American people's uh, buttons. And if the people don't see that for what it is, if they can't see the forest of the trees with this situation, then, you know, God help us all. Seriously. All right. In with, aside from this, all right. 
you have a report that's out. 73%, and listen carefully, 73% of voters are worried about migrants spreading COVID-19. Hello. What did I just say a moment ago? About people, you know, being concerned and all that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen to this, everybody. A new poll showed the majority of voters had concerns about migrants bringing COVID-19 into the United States on Tuesday. A poll by Rasmussen found that 73% of participants were worried about a large number of migrants possibly super-spreading the virus to Americans. Meanwhile, over 100,000 illegals have crossed the U.S. border under the Biden administration's new policy. In a tweet from Rasmussen Reports, it says, regarding the growing number of migrants at the U.S. border with Mexico, how concerned are you about the government's ability to handle them while meeting COVID-19 protocols. 1,000 national likely voters, total concerned, 61% of the, uh, uh, Demo- 61% of, the, of Democrats polled are concerned, unaffiliated 74%, the GOP 86%, Overall voters, 73%. Okay? That's 73% of the voters that are concerned about, about, a border, about the border crisis. A majority oppose amnesty. Hmm. So if a majority, if that large enough of a majority opposes amnesty... And Washington's ignoring it. Welcome to a dictatorship. Continuing on. President Biden's, I hate calling him president, but it's what's written here. Biden's border crisis has got to get reversed. Representative Steve Scalise, Republican from Louisiana, stated, If you look at where we are right now, you have thousands of people crossing illegally into the United States every single day. Those border states are getting overrun, and it's a drain on their resources. There are super spreader caravans coming across. In the meantime, hundreds of migrants have tested positive for the virus as hospitals near the border have reported a surge in cases. What did I say, America? What did I just say a moment ago? This just confirms what I said. You let these people, you let people in like that, okay? Yeah, you managed to test a few, some, many of them, apparently, and they tested positive. But what about the ones you didn't test? The ones that you didn't test at all. Where are they? They're on the loose in our country, and they could be positive for COVID. And we don't even know it. Super spreaders. Remember when President Trump came up positive for COVID? And 
They, he got medicated at uh, Walter Reed, and he, after a few days, got sent back to the White House. He was good to go. Everybody called, every Democrat called him a super spreader because he wasn't wearing a mask and all his other shit. Well, guess what? Joe Biden is sending super spreaders into our country from the southern border. How do you like Biden now, America? How do you like the fact that he's allowing thousands and thousands of people into this country that have not been tested and could be positive for COVID and become super spreaders in a matter of days? (laughs) How do you like Joe Biden now, America? Hmm? Many of you that voted for him, that actually did vote for him, hope you like what you're getting. Go ahead, Gunn. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, hope you're proud of your boy, you know. You know, because he's the one that's doing this and it's probably going to affect you and it it will, it will, it will affect you. Not only are these people not being tested for COVID, but they're not being tested for any other diseases, okay? Look at all the other stuff that they've caught and, and documented these people are carrying into this country. They could be isolated, okay? They should be completely isolated for whatever time being that they've got. What is it, two weeks, 14 days, whatever it is? Now... I, you know, I keep up with one of the uh, YouTube channels. It goes by Bronco Lirio. He's, he's flying, okay, but he's a he's a commercial um, airlines pilot for American Airlines, uh, second officer on the triple seven international flights. Okay, lately they haven't been um, hauling passengers; they've been hauling cargo, okay, to London or whatever, you know. And as long as you're not hauling cargo, I mean, as long as you are hauling cargo, you're not having to be quarantined, say, when you land in London. Okay. Now, if you was carrying passengers, automatically 14-day quarantine for the entire flight crew. You're stuck in London for 14 fucking days. Wow. Okay. So why ain't these fuckers? Yeah. No shit. No shit. No exception. No nothing. You are grounded, and you stay in a hotel room for 14 fucking days if you're carrying passengers. Okay, and if you're carrying cargo, you don't have to because there are you know, no passengers. So why ain't these fuckers doing it? We do it to our airlines pilots to keep them safe. Then why don't we do it to these fuckers coming across the border? Care to ask, uh, answer me that one? <laughs> Logical question. Hmm. A very logical question and a very damn good question. You know, here we have, and you made a great point with this gunslinger. We have a country that's that if if you're if you're ferrying passengers, automatically, you know, tested quarantined automatically for 14 days. You're put in a hotel room, the entire flight crew, not just the pilots 
and the radio operator and whatever else you know that's in that cockpit but every flight attendant every person that's working on that plane instantly quarantined no exceptions wow um but if you're ferrying uh, freight you know if you're if you're not if you're not flying over there with people just you know cargo you don't have to be quarantined you don't have to be you know and all that shit um now this is just me but i think as a precaution if i were okay let's say i were the um prime minister in, in, in of the in the uk okay i would turn around and i would even have the you know the the pilots of that cargo plane quarantined for 14 days as a precaution why because what's to say they didn't come in contact with someone while the cargo was being loaded that may have been covid positive <clears throat> So, there you have that to consider. See, my feeling is, if you're going to do it to an entire flight crew of a passenger plane, then cargo planes, the pilots of the cargo plane, should be quarantined as well as a precaution. Because you don't know who they came in contact with at the, at the previous... Uh, airport at the pickup point we don't know if that person was asymptomatic or tested positive outright makes sense doesn't it gun well yeah it makes sense i mean yeah i mean i guess maybe some of the other airlines do that i don't know but i know this one that this guy flies for you know does that because that's what he said <laughs> all right he don't know he's a second officer co-pilot um, I don't know. It's minimized. I'm going to say because there's there's really really strict protocols when they're loading airplanes that they, you know, now okay used to didn't, but now it's pretty the the, the flight crew and the, and the pilot co-pilot really doesn't interact with the loading with the ground crew. They're up there in the cockpit, closed doors. They fly in. They you know they uh, they open the the, the, the ground crew opens the the bay or whatever, the cargo bay, whatever, and they unload it. They load more in to take it back, and the flight crew never even leaves the leaves the airplane. They're they're isolated. So I could see that. <clears throat> then you wouldn't have to do it. Um, you got all the facilities on board. Hell, you got bathrooms, you got kitchen, you got the whole nine yards. So you really don't even have to step off the aircraft. Let them do it, okay? And there's no interaction. That's the only way that I would say that, that that would work. Otherwise, you know, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, look, between you, me, and the lamppost, you know, in, in some airports that, you know, that, that could very well be the case where they don't have any contact with, you know, with the ground crew loading the plane. And that's fine. But at the same time, if they're flying from one country, from our country over, over to, the, say, the UK, there's no way they can be 100% sure 
they can't be 100% certain. That's why I say I think it would be prudent. It would be prudent to quarantine the, the flight crew as far as the, you know, the, the pilot and co-pilot. Because there's no way to, to guarantee that they, they didn't have contact with the flight crew. I mean, the, the ground crew, rather. There's just no way to guarantee that. I mean, let's say, let's say a cargo flight came from the UK to the United States. Okay? My first, as the person, you know, dealing with them, I would tell them right up front, okay, here's, here's, the, here's the way it's going to work out. I don't know if you had any contact. You could tell me you didn't. And I could take you at your word. But that would be taking a big risk. So here's what we're going to do. As a precaution, you're going to quarantine for 14 days. You're going to be tested and quarantined for 14 days. Positive or negative, you'll still quarantine as a precaution. It's nothing personal. It's just that we have to, you know, we have to be, we, we can't take any unnecessary risks. Just a precaution. This protects you and it protects the people here. Okay? You know, again, going right back to what I said about diplomacy, that's the diplomatic way of handling that. Okay? And nine times out of ten, do you think they're going to argue with it? No. Because they don't want to get grounded. All right? So now you're looking at, uh, you know, you got to look at both sides of the coin. Whether it's passenger or cargo. Can you really afford the luxury of taking that kind of risk? I don't think I could in good conscience. I, 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 if I were a pilot of a cargo plane and I landed in, 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 uh, the, United, in the United Kingdom and they said to me, uh, Captain Zinzer, you're going to have to quarantine for 14 days. We're going to test you. Even if you come up negative, we're going to ask that you quarantine for 14 days. We'll put you up in a hotel, you quarantine for 14 days, and you'll be good to go. I would accept that. I would. Because I know that they're looking out for not only my safety and my health, but the health and safety of, their, uh, of the people in the, in the UK. So, it, it, in a way, it's a win-win all the way around, as long as it's handled in a very diplomatic and very matter-of-factly kind of conversation. Don't sit there and bark orders at the person going, all right, you just landed, you go in, you get t you go over there, you get tested, and then you go into a hotel room for 14 days, and that's it. You don't get a say. No, you don't do it like that. You do it, like I said, diplomatically. I mean... Yeah, it's an inconvenience. Some folks would look at it that way. But I'd rather be safe than sorry. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of folks watching and listening to this broadcast would be in agreement to that because, you know, look at how long this pandemic has gone on. We've been dealing with it for over a year now. 
there has to come a time when things need to be done to guarantee we we don't end up staying with it another fucking year. I'd like to see our country reopen. I'd like to see a lot of countries reopen. You know, our our allies especially. Now, Mike from Louisiana is in the Mixler chat room. Said hi to him earlier. Said hi to him about 22 minutes ago. And the man hasn't even said anything to either one of us, Gunslinger. I think that's quite rude. He didn't say hello to you. He didn't say hello to me. He, did, he pops in the chat room and then he just sits there like a bump on a log. Mikey, shame on you. You don't even say hi to your friends? That's that's just outright mean, dude. I'm insulted. I don't know about you, Gunslinger, but I'm, I'm definitely insulted. <clears throat> All right, moving on to our next item here. Now, this is disturbing because, remember I said there are people that are crossing the borders, crossing the southern border, that are, that are disguising themselves as Mexicans? Representative Crenshaw, four detained illegals were on the, te- were on the terror watch list. Oops. Yeah. Terror watch list. Great. <clears throat> Four illegals who were apprehended crossing the southern border turned out to be on the terror watch list, Representative Dan Crenshaw, Republican from Texas, said Wednesday. The Texas Republican told Fox News's America's Newsroom that the quartet is just the ones we've caught. And the Democrats got fact-checked pretty quickly on that after House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy claimed that, and it was confirmed by press reports. Now, Crenshaw added that a clear indication Democrats really don't want this truth getting out about the border crisis is that we just learned that the Biden administration is telling Border Patrol not to allow ride-alongs from the press. Oh, really? No, the congressman insisted that the surge at the southern border is not surprising and is a direct result of Joe Biden's policies. When you have hundreds and hundreds of people paying the drug cartels for a price of about $300 per person, they get to cross the they get to cross the river, then they tie border patrol's hands, Crenshaw said. They're bringing children with them. They're bringing unaccompanied minors. And the border patrol instead of patrolling the border, they become babysitters. They become bus drivers. They become nurses. Crenshaw 
said given the influx of illegals in the region, Border Patrol officers are not looking for those people on a terror watch list. They are going in between, he said. There's a distraction over here. And the bad guys that don't want to get caught over here. So that's just a fraction of what's coming through. Officials in the Biden administration say they are in a transitional period as they work to change the immigration system to a more humane policy. Arguing the handling of the situation under Trump was too restrictive. Always a dig at, at, at President Trump. Folks, I'm telling you right now, what, uh, what really disturbs me in this whole thing is that's just four. Four people on the terror watch list. How many crossed that border and were just allowed to roam free are on the terror watch list? How many on the, are on the terror watch list that got into this country crossing that southern border and literally disappeared? No testing for COVID-19, no quarantine, and possibly on the terror watch list? Holy three strikes, you're out, Batman. What do you say to this gun? <clears throat> well, <laughs> does it surprise me? Hell no. Um, there's, you know, it's like I said, there's, these people are psychotic. They, you know, it, it, it just blows logic completely. Well, actually, it blows it off the planet, really, by common sense. Common sense and logic and reason and everything dictates that you hold these people until they're tested and vetted. Find out where they've been, what their motive is. Are they criminals? Are they this? Are they cartels? Are they terrorists? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> and then you only let a select few in that are able to, you know, pass all those. The rest of them, you send them packing. Just like President Trump sent them packing. Okay. <clears throat> they, they're, they're, you know, they, they can't do the probably stuff in their own country because their own fucking government would probably shoot the son of a bitches if they tried what they can know that they get away here with terrorism, you know, criminals, uh, drugs and all that stuff. A lot of those people over there, I mean, some countries, they'll, they'll cut the end off. You get caught with something like that or in, in that kind of activity, they'll cut your fucking end off. Yeah, how is that cruel? No, that's justice. Don't you fucking do that? Okay, so, but when you have these fucking dictator fucking demo rats that are power hungry, okay, and that's exactly what they are, they're fucking power hungry, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, you heard, you, I'm just full of, I think I read it earlier today that, you know, Sleepy Creepy Joe, one of his statements said that, 
Well, you know, uh, if you'll if you'll take the vaccine and all that stuff, we'll allow you to have Fourth of July. Whoa, wait a minute. You will allow us, the American people, to have the 4th of July celebration? Whoa, baby. Do you, do you understand the meanings of those words? We will allow you to. If that ain't a dictator, I don't know what the hell is. What do you think about that one? Go look it up. I almost fainted. All right, Gunslinger, unfortunately, I got interrupted with a phone call. So I kind of missed a, a portion of what you said toward the end uh, in regards to uh, what you said to look up. So uh, if you could uh, just kind of refresh my memory, uh, uh, let me know what you were referring to. Well, uh, what Biden said, I think it was earlier today or yesterday, I read it earlier earlier today, that he said that you know, if you take your vaccine, we will allow you to have Fourth of July celebration, to be with your families and stuff. I'm going, what? You will allow? Master, may I? Haven't I heard or, or used that term before? Master? I do this, Master. May I carry a gun, Master? May I see my family and celebrate Fourth of July? What the fuck is he goddamn crazy? Oh wait a minute, he is crazy. <laughs> yeah, he actually said that. Yeah. Jeez. Ay ay ay. Now, here's the funny thing about that. Here's the funny thing about that, Gunslinger. The CDC put out new guidance regarding the vaccines. They said. I'm paraphrasing here. They said that if you've been vaccinated, you got both doses. After about two weeks, you'll be able to get together with your family and so forth, even if they haven't been vaccinated yet. So, hello. What the fuck is he talking about? The CDC already already made that clear. And he's going to allow Hail Biden. Hello, Biden. That's why I say, that's why I, I, I put my right hand up and I go, Hail Biden. Fucking Nazi bastard. What are you kidding me? You're going to sit there and tell us <clears throat> that we have to have your permission? Is that what you're telling us, Biden? What a fucking load of horse hockey. Maybe the CDC better send him the, the, uh, 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 the documentation on their new guidance. Again. I'm sure they he sent it to him already. He missed a memo. You know, he misses everything else, like where he's at. You know, he misses that. <laughs> he probably missed a memo. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course he did. <clears throat> Obviously, he didn't get the memo when it was put in front of his face. <laughs> what a joke. Well, 
13,000 minors now detained. Border agents under Biden gag order. Yeah. He put a, he's, he's got the border patrol on a gag order. Get a load of this shit, folks. Amid shocking reports of 13,000 unaccompanied migrant children now in custody, Border Patrol agents are being restricted by the Biden administration on what they can share with the media, reportedly feeling handcuffed by a gag order. There is a crush of unaccompanied migrant children flooding the border, and officials on the ground are now reporting they have been told to pipe down on the crisis, including denying media ride-alongs, being forced to send even local media requests to a Washington, D.C. press office. And those with access to data are told to keep the information confidential to avoid leaks, sources told NBC News. Hmm. The clampdown on media scrutiny is a marked contrast to the Trump administration, which openly permitted access to highlight the issues with massive illegal immigration. Part of, the, part of maintaining the public trust is to communicate regularly and often, a former Border Patrol official told NBC News. The Biden administration, on the other hand, does not want anyone to see the issues, including how many children are being held and the conditions with which they are held under, sources told NBC News. Lawyers tell us children are going hungry, some showering once in seven days, and in conditions so overcrowded that they had to take turns sleeping on the floor, according to a CBS News report, which also detailed border attempts to stop their video report. Even the reported gag order does not have a paper trail to point back to the White House. The orders were delivered verbally, per the report. It was more restrictive under Obama than under Trump, when there was more autonomy for each region to speak to the media, a source said. While the Trump administration permitted ride-alongs with border agents to give maximum coverage to a crisis President Donald Trump did not feel the media truly gave enough attention to. The Biden administration is reverting back to Obama-era policies of clamping down on information provided to Americans. Across the federal government, certain employees are designated spokespeople for their respective agencies, and public statements are vetted to ensure accuracy, a Department of Homeland Security spokesman told NBC News. This standard and process has been followed at DHS since the department's inception and across bipartisan administrations. Customs and Border, Prote Customs and Border Protection continues 
to publicly provide the same monthly data on the same schedule as it has since 2014. But as White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has been rebuking the Trump administration policies, popular among border officials because many empowered them as opposed to handcuff them, and calling the Biden administration's actions with unaccompanied minors more humane, officials are denying gag orders and releasing video anyway, sources told NBC News. Even border Democrats are outraged and striking back. The office of Representative Henry Collier, Democrat from Texas, released a video of dozens of migrants, including young children, floating across the Rio Grande on a raft, refusing to say where the video was leaked from. Reportedly, it came from a gagged border agent, sources told NBC News. DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has refused to classify the migrant border flood as a crisis. But even he was forced to admit in a statement Tuesday, according to NBC News, his department is on pace to encounter more individuals on the southwest border than we have in the last 20 years. Okay. First of all, a gag order? Remember, folks, what I said about, about Biden, how he's throwing the bus in reverse and going back to the Obama policies? Well, that's what he's doing. So we the people don't, don't, have a, don't have the right to know what's happening in our own country. We the people don't get a say as to what information we're allowed to have. We're being told. You can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. You can't talk about the other thing. We're being censored at the drop of a hat by social media outlets. So for the Border Patrol agents to get gag orders verbally so there's no paper trail represents a clear and fundamental disconnect between Washington, deceive us, and the American people. This is becoming intolerable. No, it is intolerable. And I'm getting sick of it. And by the way, this, this report that I just read was from Newsmax.com. So let me ask a really good question, Gunslinger. What do you think of, of this situation? Of this gag order crap? Well, it just—it's just exactly what you said. It's crap. When you when you're silenced in your own country, this ain't your country, okay? When you have a small group of people that can that can steal, just like a fucking thief, in the dead of the night, a country's election, for God's sakes, the most important office. In the entire country is the you know the presidency of the United States when they can boldly and openly spitting in your fucking face, yeah we did it. What are you going to do about it? Steal it from President by a friend. Oh my God, wash my mouth out with soap. Jesus Christ, I almost said you know who. 
President Trump. Okay, let me clarify that. Jeez, ooh, gives me a shiver. I almost said that. Oh wow, slap myself, man. But when you but you see the there when you when you have these people that do this and and they're not hiding it anymore. They're just boldly right in your face, saying, "Yeah, we did it." What are you going to do about it, motherfucker? You know, we own the court. We own everything else. Uh, you know, yay, B, fuck you, is what they're saying. And they did it. <laughs> By George, they did it. <laughs> okay. So when you when it comes to border security or, or issuing these gag orders and all this shit, they don't give a fuck. They, you know, because, remember, it's not your country anymore. It belongs to them. That's what a dictatorship is. It belongs to the dictator in charge. Who's in charge? Dickhead himself. Go ahead. Yeah, and and, and unfortunately, we the people, we're not we're not American citizens under a dictatorship. We are. How can I put this without sounding too over the top? Oh yeah. We are nothing more than peasants. Peasants, yeah. There we go. We are peasants. And that, to me, sickens me. Yep. Gunslinger, I I took a look at something that that you shared on Facebook that the liberal fact-checkers decided to uh, decided to, you know, how can I put this? Put a liberal, uh, their liberal spin on. And I'm going to share with you folks, okay, two items here in just a second. And when I do, I'll scroll up here so to block the name of the person who, who shared it. Because I don't want their their actual name being put out there. There we go. Folks, I want you to look at this. <clears throat> Take a look at this. Take a good look at this. All right, what you're seeing on the screen. Now, what you're seeing on the screen is an image being blocked with something covering over it. And that and it says false information. The same information was checked in another post by independent fact checkers. When I decided to click on see why this is what came up in the process politifact the associated press and afp united states i don't even know what the fuck afp united states is but apparently it's a liberal fact checker according to politifact Facebook post misleads 
Facebook post misleads on number of border apprehensions under Biden, Trump displaced by crime, political instability, and the COVID-19 pandemic. The Associated Press claimed that 9,000 border crossers were apprehended in 2020 is false. Claim. In all of 2020, there were only 9,000 immigrants caught. And then, AFP United States fact-checked it with the following information. U.S. border authorities apprehended many more than 9,000 people in 2020. Facebook posts shared thousands of times claim only 9,000. Okay? Now, I'm going to... Open this up. Now, I was logged in. Why is this not letting me do this again? Bear with me, folks. I got to wait for my Facebook to log me in. Okay. Now, I'm going to now show you what the photo actually says. And bear with me, I have to try and do this where I could show the actual image. So not to show the... Oh, come on. We're going to load, we're going to load, we're going to load. Okay. So why don't I do this? Oh, here it is. This is the act. This is what the actual image says. All right, here it comes. This is what Facebook covered with the fact check crap. Sleepy Joe now saying he inherited a mess at the border. Fact: nine thousand illegals, all of twenty twenty. So far in 2021, 108,000 entered the U.S. No, Joe, let's get it right. You did not inherit a problem. You caused the problem. So, the truth, in the opinion of Facebook and its liberal fact-checkers, is a lie. And their lies are the truth. Really? Lies are the truth. Exactly. <laughs> so now exactly. it comes to what comes to mind is what exactly? Why are they hiding all this? Okay. Why are they hiding all of this? Simple. They don't want you to have the truth, George. 
They want to present you with a lie. They want to convince you to live a lie, okay, than to know the actual truth. And let me let me read this real just real fast because I know you're running out of time here. Yeah, there's ahead. a there's a group uh, that I, there's a group here that's in the immediate area where I live. You know, it's like neighbors helping neighbors, but you mm-hmm. kind of post things online. You know, if you see something suspicious or lost dog or you know, hey, how's your power your power out? You know, that that kind of stuff. It covers the the, the whole area here in this in this basically in this county and a couple others. But anyway. This person that I've been going back and forth on is um, I, I posted a picture of my gun. And I said, I'm not being a victim. You know, they post videos if they had see some strange people in their yard or, or in their or by their house or something. Let's go show you how stupid people are. Let me let me read here. This is because uh, I said that, you know, I when I enter the door, I always have my gun at fire ready. Okay. Because I don't know who's standing on the other side of that door. I don't care if I have a light outside. I don't care if I have a peephole. You come up to my door, I'm going to have my gun, my my hand on my gun, where I can either be in a fire-ready position or be within a half a second to be in a fire-ready position. Okay, here, this, is, this, is, this is what this lady came back and said. Fire-ready is dangerous and unnecessary for someone coming to your door. Look out before opening. <laughs> Then I replied, well, what if you can't see? Question mark, question mark, question mark. It's not dangerous and very necessary in today's crazy world. I guess you're, you never heard of home invasions? Question mark, question mark, question mark. With the person at home. I grew up around guns. My father taught me safety as well as self-defense. I was in uh, security enforcement, commissioned security patrol officer, rough and bad, badass areas of West Dallas. I hail the CHL. I have seen the dirty scumbags that Dallas has to offer or any other area. Therefore, I will not be a victim at the hands of these scumbags. The only person that can protect yourself is the person looking back at you in the mirror. We live in a very dangerous world with no end in sight. If you want to become a victim, raped, robbed, or far worse, being killed trying to call 911, that is your choice. I choose self-defense for myself and my property. Have a nice day. Uh, Stay locked and loaded. Then she replies back, someone knocking at your door is entirely different than invading your home. Really? How do you know their their intentions? <laughs> I choose not to be a victim. I also carry it. Well, dumbass, you should know that. I'm trained. Really? You're not too trained. But I will But I will not enter my door with my firearm at ready. I also have a light and a camera. Whoop-dee-doo. So someone breaking in is different. Do you see the hypocrisy in this? What's the difference if you don't know the person from, I don't know, from Joe Blow or somebody that's trying to break into your home? This this is so hypocritical, it's not even fucking funny. And I'm going, what? And you're supposed to be trained and and you're supposed to be carried? Yeah, right. (laughs) It's fucking crazy. See? Stupid people, man. Even people that are trained, supposedly, like this person is, can't see the logical difference between somebody walking up to your fucking door. You don't know who they are. You don't know what their intentions are. What are you going to do? Just willy-nilly fucking just open your door and say, hi, come on in. And it might be a raper, a robber, or somebody out there to kill you, or a home invasion. You don't know that. You can't trust people these days. 
Well, there you have it. That's crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> oh. Both my previous residence and where I live now have that nice little peephole where I can look out mm-hmm. and see who's at my front door. But even that's not a guarantee to see what they're holding in their hands below the peephole. That's right. Okay. Hell, they can knock on your door and go to one side where you can't see it. I got a peephole, too, my my front door. But if you move one way or the other, I could reach around and go knock, 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 knock. Oh, help me, help me. Oh, I'm lost. Uh, 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 uh." And you can't see anybody, anybody. And you open it, and there's a fucking gun pointing in your face. Or barreling right on in your door. You see the logic there? It's very logical. Well, with my previous residence, that would have been the case. Here, it's not so simple. The peephole actually acts like a, a fisheye, in a way. I guess, for lack of a better way of describing it. And this fisheye kind of look lets you see the whole hallway, including the stairs. So when I look out and I I can see if they're standing on the stairway, as long as they're not standing too far down the stairs. But usually they're sitting, you know, for, for those of you watching on the video platforms, I'm looking out through a peephole no bigger than, than say, the size of a, of, of a dime. So I'm looking out that peephole and it's kind of like a horse blinder. In, in one respect. And in a way it's not. So I'm looking through and I'm 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 trying to determine what you know what this person's intentions are based on what I can see. Well, I'm sitting here, and I'll give you a prime example. I was sitting here. Now I'm glad I got a deadbolt on my door. Both locks are locked when I'm here at home. Because I live alone. Well, guess what? Some guy decided he was going to walk up the stairs. He came flying up the stairs, and he's jiggling the door handle, trying to gain access to my apartment. So I walked over to the door. I said, who is this? And he says, is so-and-so, is so-and-so in there? I said, there ain't nobody here but me. I think you've got the wrong apartment. And he goes, no, I don't. I said, really? What apartment number are you looking for? 13? I said, this ain't 13. That's on the other side of the building. Have a nice day. I sat down here, and I had my rifle loaded. I actually loaded my rifle because I didn't know who who this fucking guy was, and I didn't know if he was going to try busting through the door. I made damn sure I was ready to defend myself. But, uh-uh. No. That person who wrote, who, who, who responded to you? I'll tell you what. I hope that person actually listens to this broadcast. Or sees it on video. I've got a little message for anyone who thinks the way that person did. Period. If you think for one minute that... Home invasions can't happen even with somebody just going knocking on your door and acting friendly. Guess again. 
Now, if I can think of this, so can they. They'll knock on your door, act all friendly and everything, even claim that they're that they need to use your phone because there's an emergency. Yep. You open that door. You open your door to a possible home invasion. And if you think it hasn't happened that way, guess again. I'm willing to bet there are law enforcement officials across the nation that have encountered that kind of home invasion. It's a tactic. Home invaders don't give a fuck. They'll use any method they can. If busting through your front door is is something they don't want to try at first, they're going to try doing it the old-fashioned way and being... Nice and friendly. Look what happened with me recently. A guy jiggling my door, my door handle, trying to walk into my apartment. If that door hadn't been locked and secured, this guy could have come in and, and slit my fucking throat. <clears throat> I had no idea what his intentions were. And that's why I loaded my rifle and I, I sat here just waiting for him to try something stupid. Yeah. I'm sitting here saying I, I will not be a victim. So to anyone who thinks the way that woman did or that person did that spoke to Gunslinger on Facebook, guess what? If you think the way she does... You're fucking insane. Yep. You're asking for trouble, what you're doing. Absolutely. You're asking for trouble. Well, we are out of time here on the broadcast, but before we go for the night, as always, because we will be going slightly into overtime on Blog Talk Radio, and uh, let me just take down the uh, call number, so this way... uh, People don't think they can still call in. Um, Want to give my buddy Gunslinger the opportunity for a final thought. And while and and of course I want to take this opportunity to thank Iggy Mom and Gunslinger and Mike from Louisiana, who uh, Mike from Louisiana is still sitting in the chat room and still hasn't said two stinking words to either Gunslinger or me. I'm insulted. I'm deeply offended. The man didn't even have, wasn't even nice enough to say, hi guys, how you doing? Iggy mom was nice and said, and and said hi to us. She said, hi, George and gun. She was nice and said, hello. I don't know about you, Mikey. I feel very, very, very hurt by the fact that you wouldn't even say hi to us. And with that, I'm going to give Gunslinger his opportunity for a final thought on what we've talked about tonight, and then I'll render mine. Well, I don't know. You know, there's a bunch of final thoughts on everything, you know, just like like we say with the self-defense thing. Uh, Never let your guard down, because that's the last thing that you want to do is let your guard down. It's like that, that person that responded to me. So obviously she doesn't wear her gun on her side. So if a situation came up 
that where you could have been a possible home invasion or something like that, you're you're caught with your pants down. Okay, you're literally caught with your pants down because you're standing at the door trying to block the door, and your gun is over there on the on the couch. 10, 15, 20 feet away when you need it the most. So that is very highly stupid, okay? Never put your guard down or your pants down. Well, unless she's blonde. I mean, uh, there's always situations, you know, besides that. Um, <laughs> but on everything, I mean, anything else, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's hump day. It's not 12 yet. It's still hump day. Um, on the border, I mean, you got to fucking the same thing with the, what I just got to saying. you can't let your guard down. I do not let my guard down. <clears throat> I have my gun on strapped in my new holster on my side right now. And it's locked and loaded. Hope to God I never had to use it in that type of situation, but it's there. If I need it, it's there. It's not laying over there on the couch. It's not locked over there in my filing cabinet. It's here on my side where I can get to it in a fucking heartbeat if needed. Sure, I got a camera out here, but I didn't, you know, fall back. Sure, I got a peephole, but, I, you know, like I said, you go left or right of that. You know, reach your arm around there. Knock, 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 knock. Oh, yeah, who's there? Help, help. You know, that kind of shit. And then, boom, they're in. Same way with the border. What are they doing? They're letting their guard down not testing the people, not apprehending them, and just let them go. Come on in, baby. You know, sky's the limit. <laughs> so I don't know. You know, it's it's this, and it's all, you know, whose fault? Damn sure ain't Trump. That's for damn sure. He would not have, he would, there's no way. That's why he was building the wall, to keep these bastards out until they could be properly dealt with. So, you know, I guess the final thought would be never let your guard down. Oh, you'll regret it. Go ahead. Well, Gunslinger, uh, my final thought uh, for this evening is uh, twofold. First, it has to do with with, with the uh, border, with the southern border. Okay. You know, I have a friend on the southern border, you, and the thought of illegals crossing that border by the thousands not being tested for covid and just being allowed to go willy-nilly places our country at even bigger risk for a super spread of the coronavirus pandemic and when that starts happening what's going to happen we're going to see lockdowns again Businesses closing again. Schools, if they're open, closing again. People being ordered to quarantine again. Everything that we've been dealing with for the last year happening again. And why? Because Biden let them in. And as far as this gag order is concerned, we the people have a right to know. If it's going to affect us in a negative way, we need to know about it. If it affects us in a positive way, we need to know about it. Whatever that information may be, 
We have a right to know. So gagging the Border Patrol like that? Bad idea. Extremely bad idea. And anybody who thinks it's a good idea has a few screws loose. And finally, in my, in, in my final thought, what you brought up, Gunslinger, regarding uh, what that person said about being at your door with your weapon at the fire ready because, of po- because there could be a possible home invasion and you just don't know. Uh, to anyone who thinks that Gunslinger is wrong for, for feeling the way he does and believing the way he does in that respect, well, guess what? Remember what I said a moment ago? I'm sure it's happened. Well, it has happened. There have been home invasions where people acted like they 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 need their cell. They would say, "Well, my cell phone battery died, and I need to make I need to call for help." And they get through that front door, and then the home invasion happens. Yeah, it has happened. To be well informed is to be smart about your about your situation situational awareness is key to saving your life and the lives of those in your home you don't use common sense remember that common sense obituary i played for two two nights in a row think about that if your common sense died a long time ago well then I feel sorry for you because common sense tells me lock your door. As soon as I come in the house after going grocery shopping, click, click, I lock my door. When that guy jiggled my door handle, yeah, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. But I made sure that person wasn't going to get through that door. And as soon as I sat here at the desk, I had my, my, I had my weapon loaded and ready just in case. In 12-step recovery, we have a saying about phone numbers. And it applies to a lot of things, especially to us gun owners. And Gunslinger, I think you would appreciate this. Better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. I have it. We have a right to protect ourselves. We don't have to be victims. That's one right I'd rather give up. I'd rather give up the right to be a victim and say, I am not a victim to any human being. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. Again, my thanks to Gunslinger, Iggy Mom, Mike from Louisiana, and all of you watching and listening by archives. It's after midnight here in New York, which means that hump day is over, for, the, for where I am at least. Hump day is still going on. From where Gunslinger is, over to the West Coast. So, did you experience Hump Day? Or was it Humped Day? Comments at firefoxnewsonline.com 
let us know what you what, what your day was what your Wednesday was like. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you on the Thursday night edition when we'll do this all over again one more time. From Firefox News Online Headquarters in New York. Good night, everybody. And now it's time for the closing outro. Hit the button there, bub. You got it. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Go to MeWe.com slash Firefox News Online or Gab.com slash Firefox News Online for the links to the live broadcast. And if you have any comments you'd like to send our way, we'd love to hear from you. Write to comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's comments at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. If that email address is not working, the host will inform you to use the alternate address, and that is comments at journalist.com. Once again, that is comments at journalist.com. The views and opinions that were expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or these broadcasting services. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division, all one and the same, adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. Once again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Let it be written, so let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.